Raleigh's History of Shakespeare Criticism, 1932, was an extremely useful reference book, they were little too enthusiastic about Professor W. Raleigh, whose admittedly thrilling Shakespeare was written under the pressure of patriotic feeling and of sympathy for a self-made man. That appeared in 1907. Since then, books have proliferated and fundamental views have slowly altered. I have tried to mention by name the writers I found helpful, sometimes to my surprise, and to avoid the pitfalls that every generation digs for itself. It appears to me that the greatest mistake is to ignore the intervening ages between us and Shakespeare, from every one of which we have received an influence, and to attempt a direct relationship with the Elizabethans. Something similar is true of the ancient Greeks and their poetry— there is no eternal England or eternal Greece, and however we pride ourselves on historical insight, the Victorians were closer to Shakespeare than we are, not as historians, but in their life, particularly in remote villages and small provincial towns. The Dylan, the dictated memoirs of a Victorian Stratford slum dweller, throws some valuable light on Shakespeare. The 18th century was closer still, the possibilities of confusion without a serious study of history are so great that I believe there can be no standard critical biography of Shakespeare. Every attempt will be personal, but the more solidly it is based on historical fact, the more useful it will be. You will not really get to the bottom of Hamlet just by reading the text or by seeing it in the theatre. The text has a history— and one of the most thriving branches of the Shakespeare industry, and recently the most rewarding, has been the study of printers, printings, and textual transmission. And the play has a context among other plays, and it prompts questions about Shakespeare's attitude to old plays and traditional styles. It is often thought to have some special relation to his private life. It raises the old and too much belaboured problem of Shakespeare's religion— Polonius is supposed by some critics to satirise a real person. What is to be said about the element of comedy in Hamlet? Has the play a political meaning? What are the sexual mores it takes for granted? Why is it so long? There are answers to all these questions, I think. History throws more light on some plays than on others, and the same may be said of the light shed by Shakespeare's biography— it is almost more important to exclude false inferences from the life to the works than it is to bring the two into relation, but when one does relate them over the course of his lifetime, light begins to appear even where one had scarcely expected any. Here is an example of the sort of inference one must exclude. Edgar Fripp, the indefatigable ransacker of Stratford Records, discovered that in Shakespeare's boyhood, a girl called Kathleen Hamlet was drowned in the river. She seems to have been fetching water for cattle and to have fallen in. But suicide was apparently not ruled out, though the inquest, which was long delayed, permitted Christian burial. Fripp thinks of Ophelia, and as he claims, for no good reason, that Shakespeare was employed in a local lawyer's office at the time, he is able to have young Shakespeare much affected. One might go further, which Edgar Fripp was too respectable to do. Suicide is in fact quite likely, and until modern times, the usual reason for a young girl taking that course was pregnancy. Shakespeare was sixteen. We know that within a matter of months he got Anne Hathaway pregnant and had to marry her. Later he named his own son Hamnet, a form of the name Hamlet. 
When that son died, he wrote the play in which the sexual relation between Hamlet and Ophelia is an unexplained theme and sexual guilt a dominant theme. Game set and match? But these conjectures will not do. The story of Hamlet is old. There were already revenge tragedies based on it, and the Ophelia character occurs in the early sources. Hamnet Shakespeare was named after Hamnet Sadler, his godfather, Shakespeare's friend. Of course the poet knew about the girl's death, but the name is common, and drownings were not uncommon in the untamed rivers of the past. The published biographies of Shakespeare are full of hasty attempts to build on conjecture of this kind, and I have tried to avoid them. What about the dark lady of the sonnets? I am not quite sure that Shakespeare wrote them about a real individual, and if he did so, he was careful she should not be easily identifiable. The sonnets are not a work of fiction, as a lover's complaint is, because they...